Welcome to the Anime Book Club. Today we'll be discussing episodes 24, 25, 26 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Wrapping up the second JoJo. Matt, how's it going? Sonochino Sadame! Yeah! I'm going to be shouting that a lot over these next several episodes. This is... I know we normally... um, I know we normally do this in, in chronological order and we have this like, oh man, pretend someone's listening around that hasn't watched the show. Mm-hmm. But I just have to say like... One little line before we get started. Eventually, he stopped thinking. <laughs> uh, he's Karis is a man of the people. My goodness. Alrighty, so with, with that in mind, let's jump into this. Episode 24, The Ties That Bind. We get an extended recap of our previous episode, reminding us of just how much peril the gang is in. Uh, JoJo and Lisa Lisa are... Well, Lisa Lisa's hanging by a rope that JoJo's holding on to. Um... Smokey reminds everybody that JoJo doesn't know the Lisa Lisa mom thing. There's awesome music. <laughs> and uh, we are told that the spikes below us are made of crystals, which I thought was an interesting. I didn't know we were above crystals. Yeah, we just knew they were spikes. And you made the mistake. You said that it was the ties by was, the name of the episode is the ties that bind JoJo. Oh, really? I thought that was, yes, oh, that's so funny. Because the ties that bind is where it should end. It's like, it's what your brain says. Well, that's the name of an episode. It's like the name of a book or something. Yeah, but it, they like uh, no, it's the ties that bind JoJo. I, super embarrassing. I thought, oh, they must write JoJo at the end of every episode name. You totally caught me on that. <laughs> well, I was gonna mention <laughs> before you even did that. I was gonna mention that about the the title because it was it's so weird. It's like it's like they the just tried to shoehorn JoJo in at the end to make it a JoJo theme instead. And then you go look and you're like, wait a minute, has every episode been named JoJo? No, it hasn't. Why are they no. doing this? It's like <laughs> next episode, death of a salesman JoJo. Yeah, the ultimate being JoJo. <laughs> The Ascendant JoJo. Uh, but yeah, we have uh, our, our spike pit. And JoJo's a really weird pumpkin base insult against cars, which doesn't face cars. He's living his best life. He's like, insult me, do anything, whatever. I'm the best. And we go into the intro. Um, I am so excited for this episode at this point. <laughs> uh, we, we enter the episode. We're basically where we left off. It's a standstill. JoJo's struggling. Lisa Lisa's dangling. And uh, Speedwagon and Smokey from New York debate the whole mom problem of whether or not they should just be screaming about Lisa Lisa being JoJo's mom. And uh, Stroheim, I guess, is just too busy right now because those zo- it looked like they had wiped out all the zombies or vampires in the previous episodes, but it looks like he's got a lot of vampires to take care of. Uh, and we have no no like evidence of there being other light guys. It just seems to be Stroheim against the world, which I thought was weird. Did we not? We didn't see all the other obviously German soldiers surrounding him. No, they they show up later. Right here, they're just like Stroheim needs to deal with all the. It's like a line too. Uh, they're okay. like Stroheim has to take care of all these vampires, and he's like, I got to take care of all these vampires. Do the legwork, um, Stroheim. Oh, is that yeah, insensitive? No. Oh, for not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hop all you can, buddy. Uh, cars poses and does more taunting, and uh, which causes Jojo to try and kick at him. But uh, he quickly slices JoJo's foot and knocks him back uh, and uh, basically says that JoJo is low on Haman and is just screwed and menacingly walks towards him. Um, And when it looks like all hope is lost, JoJo points at him and says, I got a plan. And his plan is to light his scarf on fire. Good plan. It's a great plan. He's like, I'm going to light this scarf on fire. And he goes like, I have to beat you before I guess this scarf lights the rest of me on fire. (laughs) a plan of self-motivation is the best it's like i've got a plan 
come up with a plan real fast. Yeah, I gotta put. I gotta make this already difficult situation worse in hopes that I rise to the occasion. Car um, even says as much, doesn't he? He's like, dude, that just makes it worse. He's like, I could. I'm. I'm going to just kill. Cars gets a little frustrated with JoJo messing around, and like JoJo like swings around on the rope and kind of dodges, and then he just goes like, "Listen, man, at any moment I could just cut this rope and drop Lisa." <laughs> like, stop being an idiot and slowly walk at me so I can murder you. Which JoJo uh, kind of basically just has to admit, "All right, you got me. I'm just gonna slowly walk." And never mind, I'm gonna jump at you. And JoJo does this really weird like karate kick where it's animated like he's wiggling like all over the place and he's it's a weird looking look um as he swings at cars cars cuts the rope because you know he's a man of his word dropping both of our heroes to their supposed deaths however never mind jojo has masterfully tied the rope to cars how did you like the revelation that cars narrates about how clever jojo is same thing he did to acdc it was a magic trick again yeah, you got you you stupid cavemen don't understand how rope tricks work is basically what is summed up here. And I just love the extent of cars just like, oh no, he did that and he only lit the match, so I wouldn't notice. And this all started, oh my god, Jojo is is really smart. <laughs> uh we then get uh an amazing moment where Jojo uses his scarf similar to Lisa Lisa, similar to his mom, to swing back up there and does a Homan overdrive, which blasts through Cars' arm blade and directly into Cars' arm. We get a little pause where Joseph's like, did it work? Did it work? Did it work? And then Cars' arm completely explodes and he like limply falls off into the spikes. Looks like Cars is boned. I almost feel like it should have been that effective. Like, because you forget that they're actually weak to Haman because he's had such a hard time getting it into them before. Yeah, I mean, that's been always the big issue is he's always had to be clever using the clackers, he's doing some other thing. It's like, they've never been able to make contact like that. So I guess maybe the argument here is maybe they was using the uh, the blade as a conductor. Maybe the blade was both a strength and a weakness. Yeah, are you as shocked as I know the clackers never came back? It was really dedicated to that trick. It really did seem like the clackers were going to be a big thing, and yeah, they just disappeared. I, I kept waiting for clackers. Hashtag waiting for clackers. They're in the intro song. Yeah, they're the first thing you see, and they do not come and save the day. Um, everyone's excited. Cars, he, he kind of turns red for a little bit, like his skin turns. I couldn't tell if that was him being angry or if they were doing an anime thing, and then we go to the ad break. Uh, we cut back and Stroheim is full Stroheim. He is laughing out loud. He is living his best life. And um, he's like, ah, oh, Cars, you're dead. You're stupid. And then Cars, like, I don't know how to describe this. He, like, flings himself into the air, but then splats on the ground like a beached whale or something. Like a fish. He kind of, like, flops like a fish. It's it's not a good look. It's definitely not a good look for Cars. It's like, I'll show you. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie daisy back on the ground oh no uh it is it's a really funny kind of moment i i kind of like it and no one really knows how to react uh but they don't dwell on it fortunately because jojo is with lisa lisa he's in pain he's like hard breathing like it's it's like throwing you off though because in his previous fight with the other pillarmen none of them seem to go down quite this easy just from like external injuries like cars is here yeah, he's had to do something to put like extensively put a large amount of Haman inside of him. 
but I mean, there's there's always the belief that maybe cars his bike his bark was worse than his bite maybe or it, it's it's enough to make you it's weird enough where you're just like is he really down because like the episode yeah. and for an extended period of time is no longer about cars, right? Yeah, and it, it's the, it's a weird look. It, he's got that this look of disbelief on his face. Like, did he actually hurt me? And for a while, you think he's just kind of, like, psychologically down, but everyone's acting like he's actually down-down. They're all hard taunting. <laughs> yeah. They're riding that train. They're all thinking it's hilarious he lays down there. Um, but, yeah, we're having an emotional moment. JoJo's worried about Lisa Lisa. He's not being his usual, like, talky, chatty self. Um, and both Smokey from New York and Speedwagon think that everything's over. Um and then Smokey wants to know, why did Arena lie about Lisa Lisa? And in response, Speedwagon says, Smokey, like, a lot. <laughs> it's like, why did he, Smokey, lie about Smokey? Oh, Smokey, Smokey. Smokey, Smokey, Smokey. It's, it's kind Smokey. of funny, because it's almost, Smokey almost feels like a Pokemon, the way he's repeating that over and over to him again. <laughs> like, what about Lisa Lisa's mother? But the Lisa Lisa mom. Isn't there more? Is is there more? Like, shouldn't we be having more stuff to talk about? And they're like, "No, nah, you silly boy, you silly boy, tricks of kids." Um, but we do actually do get a big long exposition scene. This is it's quite, a, quite a thing. Tell me the story, Papa 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 Speedwagon. Yeah, tell me, Papa Speedwagon. <laughs> so Speedwagon then explains the lead, the the painful legacy of the Joe Star family. So Lisa, Lisa, who are now revealed to be uh, named Elizabeth. Uh, was married to jo George Joestar. George was a pilot in World War One, and in fact, he was one of the dopest pilots, which they made sure to let you know. <laughs> he wasn't just a pilot, he was one of their dopest. We're then give, which I actually am a huge fan of, the revelation that one of Dio's zombies, like one of those dudes that was hanging out with Doobie and the others in the castle, actually fled and got away from the zombie like massacre done by Strazo and Dyer and ton petty and jojo jojo the first and uh it actually hid away and if uh if it killed someone it ate everything like their hair or their bones and it stayed completely hidden how'd you like the idea that a zombie was uh that they 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 brought back a zombie it was cool except for the fact that he didn't look he didn't look human at all in the screenshots Oh, yeah. No, he's. I guess uh, what you're hinting at is the revelation is that not only did one of Dio's zombies survive, but he works in the United Air Force. The United Air Force in the same unit as George Joestar II. Would he yeah. be a second if we skipped a gen? I, maybe. I think maybe. I think if it's within like a circle of it, maybe he could be the same. But George Joestar, like conceivably the zombie hired him. He's like, no, make him part of my unit. Like, was the zombie a pilot? He couldn't do day missions. How did he get through the military if he couldn't go out in the day? You ask hard questions, Pat, to which we say, I eat your bones. Yeah, I eat I their bones. I eat their bones. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> he's, like, obviously not human. Like, they have to wheel him around in a wheelchair because he looks like a Bloodborne character. I can just hear, like, these these like elite British accents responding. Yo, that's, we, don't, we don't judge him, chap. He's hey, a good we, fellow. Yeah. We'll hold that against him. He's a good man. Good man of the queen. Why would you question? You, are you someone from Ogre Street questioning someone's fitness to serve the queen? Yeah. <laughs> he, he had an angle. He had to have. He had to have had an angle. He had to have had an angle. Um, it's incredible. But anyway, I guess what everyone is thinking, uh, George Joestar acts like he's a Zappelli and basically decides to confront his commander 
after like sending a message to Strazo, but he doesn't wait for Strazo, so the zombie eats him. Ah, uh, poor George. He had a the most awesome pose too during this retelling when they're talking about George uh, uncovering the secret. It's yeah, like, but George found out, and George is doing one of those like hands in front of the face poses that are so JoJo. God, I love those poses. It's like God, George is a Joe star. Yeah, he's such a Joe star. Too bad that he had to get himself murdered. Too bad he got uh, killed by the minion level of villain. Yeah, he never learned any Haman, unlike unlike uh, unlike uh, Joseph. He didn't have any Haman in him. Um, so naturally, uh, when Elizabeth finds out about this, because they were, I mean, the zombie commander faked his death, claimed he was in a plane crash or whatever, but, uh, Strazo and, uh, Speedwagon figure out this is what the deal is. They tell Elizabeth, she probably leaves the house and murders the zombie commander in front of all of his people. In and even stone though cold blood, it's so cold blood, but even though he turns to dust and shows off his like monster teeth. Everyone assumes that this woman just walked in there and killed a member of the Royal Air Force in front of everyone. And burned him. She could, like, apparently it's a JoJo family tradition to just murder the crap out of these guys in broad daylight, too. Yeah. That was our first episode with, uh, with, with, uh, Joseph. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the thing they're doing. They just, but he got away with it, though. No one stopped him in America. No, nobody did. Well, like I saw that guy get back together from pieces. Yeah, look at that guy. That so yeah, he, he takes after his mom. It's a, if he if she had done it in a cafe and with a gun, it would you know, have been that, fine. That would have been fine. It's it's the royal. It's you know this uptight English people. They didn't know what to do about. It. That was the most awesome scene though with Lisa Lisa because she just it made note that first of all she didn't show any emotion. There was no crying. She didn't break down. She just her face went stone cold. She basically walked with that face that we see in every episode since and just straight up murked him right there in, yeah in front of it's, his men i got i got written down here like uh did you ever watch battlestar galactica the, the uh, new no one? i have not oh there's there's a scene that has you cheering where he just says i'm going to get my men back and it's like yeah. lisa lisa's doing that she's like <laughs> not caring about any of societal rules and she's getting revenge and i'm oh, rooting for her it's so cool you know what the issue was she didn't respect the uniform oh yeah, that's probably a problem that's a problem. Uh, we then have something that bothered me. So Speedwagon, the richest man on the planet, doesn't use any of his influence nor knowledge of zombies and vampires to clear her name and instead uses his influence to allow her to fake her death and send her off to Italy. You have a good point, but maybe it was just really hard to justify because the brass wouldn't believe it. I guess so. He literally has a department for anti-vampire technology in the Speedwagon Foundation. It's the Speedwagon... German government <laughs> is working with him. There's no way that the, the Brits don't well, know about this. That's the German government. They don't trust them. I know. It's like, oh, those, those stupid, uh, the, the Jerry's? Is that what Where... it is? The, the Jerry's think, think they're Zambies. The Jerry's think they're Zambies. Is the Speedwagon Foundation based in England, or is it based in America? It's based in America. It's all those well, stupid gangs at all, and the Jerry's yeah, think they're Zambies. Look at Zambies. all that. No wonder they don't trust them. They don't trust them. They don't trust them. They think they're Zambies. What, what fools? What fools? For all that the man from Ogre Street has no more pool in his homeland. Oh, that's what it was. He's like, oh, you, you do know he was a zombie. Oh, shut up, you Ogre Street trash. <laughs> Everyone from Ogre Street talking about opium and, and zombies speedwagon took vocal lessons to get rid of his ogre street accent but everyone still hears it from england yeah they could tell they could smell it on him <laughs> boy from ogre street 
Um, yeah, so she's faked her death. And then Irena decides that all of this is too complicated and stupid and has decided to just lie to Jojo once he's old enough to ask about his parents and also never wanted Jojo to learn Haman. As she views that as the key to the tragedy of the Joestar family, whoops, he figured it out anyway on his own. Um, <laughs> upon hearing all of this, Smokey from New York starts to cry. And then after crying for like half a second, he goes like, wait a minute. Like, he's a Haman master. Like, the lie doesn't matter anymore. We should just tell him. <laughs> and uh, before Speedwacky be like, that's a fair and smart point, Smokey from New York. Uh, Stroheim has called out the giant-ass Nazi UV laser because those guys are no longer the Speedwagon UV force. These are totally all Nazis now. I was that... actually just about to bring that up because I remember you saying that they did that retcon last time. They, I was they like, didn't oh, wait. do it for two episodes they in a row. They didn't do it very long because it's like, wait, there's no questioning at this time, Pat. Are you, are you sure? The memo Cause... didn't get sent out because they're wearing ro they were not wearing these German helmets last time. <laughs> They're clearly taking orders from Stroheim. Yeah, and he's like, all us Nazis, right? And they're like, yeah, we have giant Nazi UV laser, dude. For some reason, and they yeah. only use it now. I know. When no, he was like single-handedly fighting the horde of vampires, they're like, should we bring out the big cannon to take care of all these vampires? No, says Stroheim. I need my thunder. <laughs> I need to look awesome. Well, it's... it's it's even worse than that because it it's an anime laser. It's a real world laser because they're charging it and you can see it like drawing particles into it like it's a particle cannon from Gundam or something. Yeah. It takes a while to shoot. Like, lasers don't work this way. Yeah, it's it's really goofy. Stroheim yells and screams like he usually does. And yeah, they're right about mouth. Yep, he's frothing at the mouth. He's screaming about German science and reminding everybody that they were that the the team the animators have forgotten that they had fixed a, a great injustice and now everyone's a Nazi. But never mind, cars out Dio's Dio <laughs> as he turns his head. <laughs> he turns his head and boy, he's wearing the stone mask with the stone in it because everyone forgot he's had those for an episode for two episodes now. And he's fine. <laughs> what is crap? Uh, is how is it activated by a UV laser? Like, was he well, waiting for that? He needed the sunlight to activate the stones. The stone would shoot one of those uh, ACDC burning lights into the mass to activate it. Oh, uh, uh, so he's waiting for the sunlight, and the UV laser just was coincidence. He's like, oh, bully this. I don't have to wait. Um, they they immediately go like, oh no, don't fire the laser, and and then he's like, oh crap, we can't slow down this awesome laser of ours. So it blasts cars. There's rainbow light everywhere. Everyone freaks out. The mask breaks, and we get this moment where we just see like cars's mouth, nose, and eyes, and it looks like he's seeing time and space. And the episode comes to an end. I have galaxy face dot emoji written down here to describe that. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, he became the galaxy. He, he, he becomes all things, all time and all places. It's I just him like subtly just turning his head like, hey, guess what? I got the mask on. It's like so it was all a ruse. He was waiting for them to do something like that, I guess. I guess it's I, I thought that was one of the funniest revelations I've ever seen. That was just so gosh darn funny. <laughs> He's just like, hey, guys, look what I got. <laughs> 
gosh, it's so funny. It's so unbelievably funny. And I, I don't even, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure the show plays it for comedy because I don't think you're supposed to like gasp like the characters are. It's just mm -hmm. so immediately like, whomp, hey, I got well, the mask on. Well, it's like when it's just an outline of his face with the galaxy background to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, he's, he's definitely, he's seeing through time. He is seeing through time. Um, God, it's so good. It's so unbelievably good. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, and then we, yeah, so this is the first, so how do you, I guess this first episode, we'll do a little mini, a little mini chat before we move on to the next one. We get the story of Joe, jo George Joestar. We now know that Lisa Lisa's real name is Elizabeth. Uh, Jojo defeats base level cars. Qu quite a little adventure. Yeah, he did good. Um, I miss George already. Yeah, George would have been cool. I wonder if there's a, I wonder if he has a manga. I wonder if he's done a he's, he's done a couple of side mangas over the years. I wonder there if is a, there is a light novel for George. Oh, I think, cool. I think a more I don't know how recent it was, but I remember reading that that George actually got a light novel like way after the fact. I'd have to check that out. I I'd be as I'm a I'm a fan of knowing more about any of the Joe stars. Any and all Joe stars are welcome. Well, Jorge seemed great. Yeah, good old Jorge. Except for the fact that just like a just like a stupid Zapelli, he wouldn't wait. He probably didn't know that it was that life. It was a zombie, man. They're practically a joke. Yeah. They were a joke to Jonathan. Yeah, he's like, there's no way this will turn out bad for, oh, I'm dead. I'm totally dead. It was a humbling moment to remind us of just how this power escalation has worked so far. Or maybe Irena should have warned. Maybe that's why Irena told uh, Joseph about the stories of his grandfather, but she didn't tell George. I'm like, oh crap, maybe they will run into zombies. I don't want them to be equipped with Haman, but just in case, eye beams, laser beams, bullshit. But yeah, let's let's get into the 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 greatness of everything. Episode yeah. 25, the birth of a super being. Starts running, man. <laughs> yeah, the moment the episode begins, Pillar Men theme dot mp3. <laughs> Christ, that intro, man. Just straight into it. Oh, it's so good. We get to see cars being rainbow lighted up again. He has galaxy brain. The Pillarman theme is playing. And he gets up and looks amazing. <laughs> and then the intro starts playing. And just like last season, I know this isn't the last episode, but near the end, the intro played and the sound effects were yes. super loud. I noted that too. The sound effects were back just like it did at the end of the last season. Yeah, it's just clacker. Like, the moment it starts, you can almost not hear it because the clackers are so loud. It was, what a weird, I don't know, I keep meaning to read into this, but it's strange. Uh, but after we have our overly loud intro, we, like we go. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's our new thing. Hopefully, we'll have to keep in touch uh, in a couple of months because JoJo 3 is a lot longer than these others. Um, uh, people are freaking out. Uh, everyone's just oh crap this is this is terrible and oh by the way it is now explicit that the dudes are all nazis because stroheim's like come on german soldiers again that's one of my notes right here is like hey he called i have all these things ready to rebuke you for for your comment to the retcon last time I'm i like, think oh, no no that's on them i think they they drew them different last that yeah. because they were like we're the speed wagon vampire fighting force and it's like hey and nope they're all nazis they they managed to keep that lie up for an episode yeah because stroheim like looks right at them and says german soldiers come on yeah. like, oh these, they didn't keep that up for long he's back on his santana bullshit he's like there's no such thing as an ultimate being this is stupid and i wrote Which, in my notes like please debate speed wagon about that, this about to say that's a that's a funny thing to hear a nazi shout 
Yeah, there's no such thing as the ultimate being. And they're like, hey, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Who's fighting oh. force are you part of? I'm glad that Stroheim isn't actually portrayed as a heroic figure, though, because every time he gets to talk, it's just this, like, wild, raving, frothing at the mouth, ranting thing. Yeah, he's a doofus, and I'm glad he's a doofus. Um, but yeah, and then his big plan is that he asks them to fire the laser again at cars because they're like, yeah, this will be great. Um, we then have just the best scene. <laughs> I was, this is where I started to lose words. It's <laughs> yeah. hard to start talking about what's about to happen. This is so cool. Um, because one of the things that car, uh, that, uh, Stry mentions is that cars still has his Hamond wounds, like his, his, his hands all melty and his part of his things all melty. And he kind of like looks at his hand and then he looks off. And he sees these woodland creatures. There's owls and squirrels. And after he sees this one squirrel in particular, he looks at his hand, which starts to mutate. And it turns into a squirrel that then nestles up on his face. And then jumps off of... This is, this is his hand. His hand squirrel that jumps down on the ground and approaches the other squirrel, which has little anime hearts. And it approaches him. And Smokey's all like, oh, this Aww. is great. Yeah, yeah. he's like, oh. The only note I have written about the scene is, dude, what the fuck am I watching? Smokey like forgets where he's at quickly. He's like, "Oh, this is actually kind of cute." And then immediately, the hand squirrel eats the other squirrel and showing off it his giant teeth, and then goes full Monty Python on Stroheim and the Nazis. Well, right before that even happens, everything's all cute, and I think it was either Speedwagon or JoJo. I don't remember which. Like things seem normal and weird. I guess normal weird, and then one of them just shouts, "Look out! Like, watch oh, yeah. out! <laughs> this isn't good. It's." It's incredible. Like it, it, it jumps into Stroheim's stomach, and then it starts biting and clawing open the Nazis. And Stroheim then, was dead. I thought Stroheim was dead, but he's apparently okay. Um, I just wrote in my notes like right after it starts going up the nose. I just wrote ha 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 all bunch. And it's like, what the hell, cars? What the hell, man? Death by squirrel, and even you better, even even flipping better. And I love this. I love this dubstep music starts playing <laughs> not the, no this is dark souls music what really it was like blah, blah, uh, well maybe this happens just a second later but like no there's like an operatic like oh, oh no yeah there's dubstep real quick though right before that okay so the dubstep is happening when the score returns to his hand and turns into a flower and then a butterfly and then <laughs> It becomes like a psychedelic moment where your like eyes are rolling into the back of your head because his his hand is becoming all of these creatures and and time and space. Oh, but he then gets, he gets the speedwagon hype during all this too because speedwagon's going. He's invincible. He's this he's is just, impossible. He's just too intelligent, Pat. Yeah, I know. He's too smart. Then, here's what really breaks speedwagon. Here's the moment that breaks speedwagon. The sun comes up. And all of the vampires immediately turned to dust, reminding me that I guess there were just still a ton of vampires. It's very unclear how many vampires there are and what they're doing during all of this. Well, but it's fine because they're all dust. Yeah, now there's none of them. Um, Cars is fine. The sunlight no longer, um, no longer affects him. He hits an amazing pose and poses so much so that he holds up the front of his loincloth, which I thought was super weird. And that's when Speedwagon breaks. He starts screaming, we're all doomed. He has no weaknesses. And Cars is like, man, the sun is pretty cool, guys. And then Speedwagon prepares him the ultimate thing. Not the ultimate being, not the super being, but the ultimate thing. 
And while he's freaking out and screaming all this stuff, Stroheim rightly blames himself. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. It's it's right of him to do so. What a, what a jerk. What a dingus. Um, then Jojo proclaims to everyone that not all hope is lost because he has a plan. He calmly hands Lisa Lisa to Speedwagon. He continues to set up his bit. Has a really long back and forth about his plan with Stroheim, who wasn't there in New York, but Smokey was, so he sees where this is going. And JoJo begins to run. <laughs> Which he's not actually, I don't think he did. Has he done the run bit again since then? I know we had no. the race. I don't, not that I can remember and not that I made any note of. I'm pretty sure this has been the first real, oh boy, I gotta run since the first Stroheim thing. Yeah. Oh gosh, it was so funny. And he bolts off. And then, and I wrote in my notes, and maybe you'll appreciate this, Cars becomes Howl's Moving Castle. That was in my notes. That yes! is right here. Woohoo! High five through the internet. Boom. Um, he becomes Howl's Moving Castle. He sprouts wing like bird wings and then flies off into the sky after JoJo. Um, I guess he was caught up in the moment. It's revealed that Smokey from New York is running side by side with JoJo. Um, JoJo immediately goes like Smokey what the no, hell you weren't supposed to do this i'm trying to run and think at the same time meanwhile they cut back to Speedwagon one more time so that Speedwagon can remind everybody the cars is impossible to defeat he is invincible no plan that jojo could come up with could overcome him he's oh too intelligent now he's the smartest bestest thing ever we then come back to Jojo, who's like, hey, I know you didn't skip leg day, Smokey, but you should really run away because I'm trying to lead cars away from the people I care about and the Nazis. Because I want to keep those. He doesn't say it that way, but I want to keep those in separate groups for me Fair. mentally. Um, unfortunately for Jojo, he's so in the zone about running that when Smokey tries to tell him about the Lisa Lisa mom thing, Jojo does not hear him. Uh, Strohe Stroheim then asks Speedwagon if he really believes in this ultimate thing business. We then get an incredible diagram that spells out what the ultimate thing is. We get like a Zoo Kids page. <laughs> That's the best description of it. It really is. It's just like a drawn, like, like a magazine spread of cars with like annotations and number one, invincible. Number two, does not age. Number three, will not die. Number four, has the abilities of all other life forms, but better. <laughs> Which, man, I didn't think number four was going to be the coolest part of Cars' abilities, but boy, number four is pretty dope, as we will soon discover. <laughs> it comes up. <laughs> it comes up in a couple of ways. And uh, addendum, because this isn't listed as an official number five, but he's pretty like a Greek statue. They did say that. Like, it, it wasn't listed, but they did say that. Also, they're gorgeous. It's just so gorgeous, which I thought was hilarious because it's like, I think, he, not to sound too weird, but he was pretty enough before he became <laughs> before he became the ultimate thing. Well, he was already working on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just, for already... job, just for the job you want. <laughs> he totes is. He totes is. Um, but yeah, so we have that full thing. And then, of course... Speedwagon then returns to all doom and gloom after our narrator lines out our zoo books about cars. We get a lot of Speedwagon just be like, we are done, man. All that humanity could do is run. Cars is the best. Uh, Jojo then runs off a cliff and it's revealed that he has jumped into... <laughs> it is this real quick, to be honest. He jumps off a cliff and then immediately it's revealed he has jumped into and is piloting a plane. <laughs> that did happen really fast, but man... By the fighters, 
pilot spirit of his dead father George. Yeah, just as he inherited Haman, he inherited piloting. Yeah. And, and then I wrote in my notes, Judge is betting that planes are better than cars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't worry. This is maybe dumber. I then wrote in my notes, flight time. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get behind ah, you. Sure. Thank you. Um, and flight time actually kind of works. So JoJo's flying around in the plane and Cars flies around. There's a lot of it. Like they just kind of fly at each other. It looks like they're kind of dog fighting. And uh, then JoJo does a swing over the crowd just to kind of like salute him, I guess. Yes. And then, yeah, just to be like, hey guys, look at this. I'm in a plane. Well, it's like a German, not a fighter plane, but like a, a war plane, see, I guess. It, was... it looks like Baloo's plane from Tailspin. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. It's, it's one of those pontoon yeah it's got guns on it i think he used yeah he's he's a guy he tries to shoot at cars at one point this is about you know what we'll just get right to that the uh cars falls him and then jojo doubles back tries to shoot him with a machine gun and cars using power four the ability of all things is able to convert his feathers into armadillo hard shells that are able to (laughs) yeah and they they deflect the bullets and then he's able to fling his uh his armadillo feather shells at JoJo as if they were machine gun bullets. It's like I'm not a physicist, but I want a physics checks a physics check on the armadillo shell plus oil being able to stand up to bullets like that. Yeah, it, I don't know if like that witchcraft, which what <laughs> that which he did. I don't know how well said that, that the yeah even specifically said was it a narrator or was it JoJo telling us? It'd be the narrator. narrator but, but it was the narrator. Narrator did a lot of a lot of work this episode. Man, he yeah. came back and struck. But he said, yeah. like, an oil that can deflect bullets. It's like, what? What? It's like, guess what? Buckle up, because this is what JoJo's going to be. A lot of, like, weird, oh like, he read God. it somewhere yeah. claims that he's, like, kind of over. It's like, JoJo at a certain level is going to become, like, Wikipedia the comic. Like, half-read, maybe source stuff. But while they're doing this, like, Smokey is still on his, hey, it's your mom thing going on. Yeah, and he's was, on the ground like, JoJo's your mom! JoJo's your I, mom! And I was half expecting him to like grab the radio and go Jojo Lisa Lisa's mom Jojo Lisa mom Jojo Lisa mom um I then would like to make a note which is pretty good so uh he he shoots at it it looks like the planes hurt a little bit but Jojo eventually speeds up all the way and uh gets ahead of cars however very important to note Jojo now has a hat and I like his hat (laughs) before he didn't have the hat on. He put the hat on because when he got in the plane, he found the hat in the plane. He has a plane, plane hat. Yeah, plane hat. It's a great plane hat. I'm These a big fan of wardrobe hat. changes in JoJo, man. They're always they're always meaningful, you know. I'm always a big fan, I guess, of these wardrobe changes. Big fan. Um, JoJo thinks he's safe. He notices that his plane is faster than cars. Like relatively. He, relatively, yeah. He's like, like cars. Two hours. Home. And he's got yeah. I got two hours of fuel. Where he's like, I got two hours to figure this out. And uh, Cars is just flying behind him, and he's like, whatever, JoJo, I'll play the waiting game. I'm immortal, and eventually you'll have to land, and I'll kill you when you land. <laughs> he's made it personal, too. It's like he's, he's not in this, like, immortal indifference anymore. It's like, well, you did a lot to me, so to honor the death of ACDC, oh, yeah, I gotta kill you. He did mention ACDC and Wham! Yeah, he's like, I gotta kill you for the boys. Never mentioning Santana. Never it's mentioning a, Santana. An appropriate first act as my, as my new godhood. Yeah. I gotta kill you. Uh, Jojo starts reading a map that he finds on the dashboard. Is talking to Speedwagon over the radio, and they're having some kind of back and forth. And then Jojo tells him that he has a plan. He's like, 
Cars may seem like he's a god right now, but he was born of the earth, and I want to return to the earth. AKA, I'ma throw him in a volcano. Plan. That's it's a great plan. Magma can destroy anything. Especially armadillos. <laughs> of course. Natural enemies. Yeah, so Speedwagon is not a fan of this. He starts having like a full-blown panic attack about the fate of the Joestar family. And then he's like, wait, Jojo, if you're going to do that, if you're going to fly into a volcano, Lisa Lisa's your mom. And it's like, yeah. and totally misses that part. That was my next notice. Oh, Speedwagon will just tell him. Yeah. And Speedwagon tries to tell him, but unfortunately, Jojo's too busy because all of a sudden there's a piranha Suddenly. on his shoulder. <laughs> Suddenly fish. Suddenly fish. There's a piranha. And my favorite thing is Jojo's response to seeing this piranha you know, out of nowhere in a plane, biting him on the shoulders, yelling, this is insane. <laughs> this is pretty bizarre. Which is great. And they notice this is not just one piranha. There's a bunch of piranhas. And then he's really cleverly figures out like, oh, wait a minute. The feathers that cars shot into the plane have turned into living, breathing piranhas <laughs> that are trying to chew the plane apart. Oh my God. It's, you can't, it's so hard to describe what's going on. This is just it's crazy. So it's so insane and it's so cool. And then there's octopus tentacles. I couldn't, I, I, maybe I looked down or didn't, I don't know where those came from. Maybe some of the feathers, maybe cars. Probably, yeah. More feathers. I think just transform into tentacles instead. Yeah. And they wrapped around one of the propellers and basically have uh, popped the engine for the plane. Um, and then you see like the plane start to go down towards the volcano Island. Oh, they chewed uh, up his parachute. Yeah. And his parachute was being chewed up too. However, it looks like it's fine because the parachute gets let out and Car sees the parachute, and he's like, ah, Jojo, that parachute is a spider web that has trapped you. And he goes in for the kill. Uh, it is a dummy. There is a fake. Jojo not only put a fake person in that parachute, but he drew a sad dummy face on it. Yeah, I got it right here. I was like, how do you like it now, huh, Cars? Jojo can yeah. do doubles, too. Uh-huh. I got a double. At least, at least Jojo's right. double makes sense. <laughs> Revenge for his mom. <laughs> Like, I still, I'm angry at it. I didn't bring it up last episode because I have no, like, what was Cars' doubled? There was no explanation that how he just had a double of himself to get murdered for free for no reason. I guess it was just, my always read that as it's one of the vampires, maybe? Like, yeah, but how? Like, how did he make a vampire look like him like that then? I know. Well, ass wired Beck. Exactly. <laughs> wired. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Bike guy. I'd I had, to, I, had to, I had a deep cut wired back into this yeah, conversation. Get but I mean, at least JoJo's double makes sense, man. Yeah, he, it was he, great. Cars feels like an idiot right now. He does look like a big old doofus, which is how he needs to feel. What a doofus. What a doofus he is. Um, it's a great moment. And then while, jo while Cars is being, even Cars feels a little like, I can't believe I got tricked. Um, it is awesome. The camera pans. And JoJo slams the plane into cars, proclaiming they will both go down into the volcano. Sonochinosadame! It's so awesome. JoJo has, then says, yeah. He has, yeah, he has this monologue right then about how it's his blood's fate to die like this. Yes, it's the JoJo's Just blood. like he's the like, rest. Just like the rest of his family. And he's like, I'm sorry, Arena. And he, th he thinks of Arena, and then he thinks of how his grandpa died. And he's like, I can't believe it's happening again, but I got to let it happen. He said his blood's fate, man. That, that That's what the first intro song is about. It's so good. He talked about it. They paid it off, man. They paid it off. And they'll pay it off again. I'm so it, upset it, that I have this note here, and then they actually sing it later. Oh, it's so good. So then um, Cars reminds everybody that he's the ultimate being. 
and he turns off his bird wings and turns into hands and then starts like, I've got hands now. I could get off this plane and leave because I'm the best. And before he can finish taunting, a robot hand comes out of nowhere, stabbing its fingers into his throat and slamming him back into the plane. And Stroheim theme kicks in. And how did he get there? <laughs> He's He was hiding in one of the pontoons and whole rocket time. punched him. The how whole time. He, how did he get to that pontoon? Jojo he, ran at full speed to get there. It's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. So my theory is that when Jojo flew low underneath everybody to the salute, Stroheim jumped up into the plane. It's funny. But my response even wasn't like, he was about to get out of it. Cars is about to survive. And my response is still, God damn it, Stroheim. Yeah. You still blame it. And then Stroheim showed up. Yeah. To be everyone's favorite little, uh, everyone's buddy. Um, and Jojo then, similar to me, goes like, when and where did you get it? When and how did you get in there? Which is great. Oh, uh, can Cyborg but, Guile Hitler just die now, please? I know. But Stroheim reminds Jojo that they're in a plane that's crashing into a volcano with a perfect thing. So he tells Jojo to jump. Jojo's like, I can't jump. And then you see an explosion. Uh, Speedwagon then starts screaming because he kind of heard some of that stuff over the radio. And he's like, oh, no. Uh, we then are cut back to the explosion. And I thought that Stroheim had jet legs or jet boots or a built-in parachute, but he doesn't. He catches Jojo and basically takes the brunt of the impact. Like his entire lower half of his body is shatters and is destroyed against the ground to save Jojo so that Jojo can Again. hit the ground. It's like the third time he's been with no legs. Yeah, so it's half we're back to half of Stroheim. Um, and then when our hero, well, when Jojo and the Nazi get up, or I guess as up as Stroheim can kind of get, he props himself back up. We then see the cars has landed into the lava and it looks like he's melting. Episode end. Matt, we had one episode to go at this point. How hype were you from this fight? I mean, it was pretty good. I can't believe the next episode is going to be so uneventful because they've already murdered him in lava. I know. There's there's literally no way the perfect being could get what, away from lava. What's, what's the next fight going to be? Is Jojo going to punch a boulder into cars? Yeah, I know. Wired Beck's going to show up and be like, you thought Wired you were Beck. done with Wired Beck. <laughs> I'm uh, Wired did you, Beck. Did you watch the preview from this episode, too? Uh, I might have. I do not remember. Uh, they, they try not to give it away, even though it clearly shows like straight up... Uh, cards <laughs> in the next episode yeah but mostly they try not like most of it was not showing him and there's just this the scream of uh someone going jojo that's great it's like oh well that's gonna be a it's gonna be a real banger next episode you you could tell it's gonna be a good one you can tell um and it is a good one because we're gonna just jump right into this thing episode yeah. 26 the ascendant one um the ascendant one jojo yeah the ascendant one jojo we get a weird narration that's totally about cars, but they don't say it's cars, but it's totally cars. And I summed it up as long ago, there was a super cool dude who couldn't live in the sun. So he made a mask. <laughs> and then some asshole who trips kittens threw him into a volcano yeah. with the help of a Nazi. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is real Known cat hanger. Known cat <laughs> hater Joseph Joestar stole a plane with a Nazi. And threw him into a, a volcano. He faced a national treasure. Um, we're back to where Stroheim was like, hey, everybody, is Cars dead? It looks like he might be dead. He might be melting. And then Cars reminds us that he has the power of all animals, and he attempts to use both the power of crabs <laughs> and clams to it's form like a suit of armor. Yeah, he's like Animal Man. It's so cool that he's like Animal Man. 
it almost feels like a Lavos thing. The whole the perfect being is all life on the planet in one. Like, do you remember that? Yeah, it's every genetic sample mixed together. More but Lavos, it's more like cell. Yeah, but I guess yeah, it's like cell. Because I guess I, I, that's what I thought. I was like, wait, this is like a Lavos thing. It's like, wait, this is actually a really common anime thing too. Yeah. So the perfect, perfect being. Um, but yeah, he uses the power of clams and crabs to try and create a suit of armor, but it's still organic. So, uh, lava will melt through it. And Jojo's like, ah, oh, you idiot. Lava's like super duper hot. <laughs> That's what I have written down too. I love that part. Jojo like literally just shouts at him. You idiot. <laughs> what? Who cares about your, 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 whatever your carapace. Oh, this is all right. Kind of, um, kind of a segue here. Yeah. But I gotta ask you. Jojo shouts at him. It's like, you idiot. It's over a thousand degrees. Yeah. And he's not technically wrong. Yeah. I, I did a little math here. Magma can get over 1,300 degrees Celsius. Okay. So this is what I need to know. Do you think he was shouting in Celsius or Fahrenheit? Oh, that's a good question. Because he's British. He's British. And they have not adopted the... Uh, England didn't adopt the metric system until 1965. Oh, shoot. So, so historically... Nothing... And he, he grew up in... He had some growing up in America. So yeah. between those two, he shouldn't be using metric yet. Oh my god, that's that's such a good oh Jesus. So if he's using metric, it could be coming from, you know, the, the manga Japanese origins of this show. Yeah. Oh um, you're telling me that Iraqi made a mistake when it came to temperatures? I don't believe that of him. Oh my god. That guy I mean, never anything wrong. I mean, either way, Fahrenheit is still over a thousand degrees. Jojo's not wrong. Yeah. Because <laughs> like the the uh thirteen hundred is like twenty four hundred something in Fahrenheit. Yeah, this is this is still extreme BS. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's still not wrong, but if he's saying over a thousand, like that's all it was. This is an aside about whether Joe and metric or Fahrenheit. I, I'm so glad you mentioned the number because I remember he had a number. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they totally think the cars is done for. He, his armor melts and he sinks into the lava, and JoJo's like, "Yeah, that was great," and then the island starts to shake a little bit. And he just thinks it's like volcano stuff. So he picks up Stroheim and they start to walk away. And it seems like our heroes are fine. And then the the ground the ground cracks open. We see a flash of rainbow light. Pillarmen theme.mp3 plays. And JoJo's left arm or left hand, kind of like partway through through the forearm, actually, yeah. is uh basically is sliced off. And crab cars is revealed. <laughs> The crab is alive. Oh, oh, did you notice that there was a translation thing I thought was really funny? When, when they landed, well, um, while uh, cars are still burning, uh, yeah. the translation said "youch" from uh, <laughs> from Stroheim, like he had just fallen there. Yeah, but the the voice actor funny. said "ouchie," <laughs> "ouchie." I thought that was funny. And then after that, Jojo, like I can't skip over Jojo laughing at Cars' death. Yeah, that's really funny. Because he had like this, he had like a really bad version of a villain laugh. Yeah, he started like, "Oh, I can do the Pillarman laugh." Ah, ha, 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 ha. What a doofus! Oh, it's so good. But uh, I felt bad that he lost his hand, man. He he knows what to do about losing a hand, though. He just needs to start crying about it. Yeah, exactly. And then you could just he, he needs to just find a I, which handed Loggins you lose. He could probably just go get Loggins' other spare hand good point maybe he should have done that i think loggins lost his right hand so he's got a left hand available mm -hmm. what's, Logan, what's dead loggins up to these days god yeah his and when dio popped out of the ground though his hair his hair he's blonde now oh yeah well the color's all jacked up so jojo's got red hair and cars has got blonde hair he looked like dio 
It was cool. Yes, that's what I wrote. Dio hair. Dio hair. Um, and JoJo is super bleeding again, like that last time. However, it seems appropriate, unlike when he was cut on the wrist. Like he's <laughs> he's like bleeding like a fountain. Um, Stroheim uses the power of his Nazi cyborg eye to confirm that not only does <laughs> this is so weird. So Cars had a crab shell, but he also formed bubbles underneath of it to perform like a temperature layer, and he able in because of that he was able to punch his way out of the lava and and, and attack our heroes. Like a Muda Muda moment too, the way he was punching through it. I I dug that. That was such a he yeah. looked like a stand. Not that we know what that is yet. I mean, what is, what's a stand, huh? Well, uh, there, that's uh, what uh, you do when you're not sitting. Anyway, we uh, flash back to the past. We finally get our backstory of the Pillarman. Yes! Um, it is confirmed that there are another form of life that evolved with humanity. However, They're yes. cohabitated with us. They, they cohabitated. They could only live at night. Uh, it's also shown that there were Pillar ladies. It was a, a race of tall supermodels that lived underground. Dressed like, um, God, what was her... Street Fighter 3, Elena? Elena, yeah. I actually, yeah. I didn't write that down, but I thought like, oh man, it's it's a whole culture of Elena's. I love that every one of them still dresses the exact way the Pillar Men do too. They're all in like super loincloth. Yeah. Um, it is then said that they lived in peace and harmony until a genius was born among them. They're so intelligent, Pat. He is a genius. Um, this genius tried to warn us. I know, he called it. So this genius decided to make a stone mask that can make him more powerful. Um, however, the extra power it gave him made him more, like, added to his hunger. And his his own people were worried both about his power and his hunger. So the Pillarman actually turned on him, and he wiped out his own race. And it's noted even his parents. Even his parents. Oh. Um, God, well, we had a silhouette at the beginning when it said a genius appeared, and this is the dumbest thing I thought. For half a second from the silhouette, I thought that we were talking about Santano. Oh, that's so funny. That would have been hilarious. Like, he was actually the first. <laughs> Cars did invent candles. He's so intelligent. He's so, in he's so gosh darn intelligent. Um, but yeah, and then I wrote this note in all caps, because it's incredible. Uh -huh. He killed all of the Pillarmen, except for ACDC, and they took two newborn babies and raised them. Wham and Santana. They raised Whamu and Santana. Santana was raised wrong. Yes, that's what they did. They actually did raise him wrong on purpose as a joke. He was one of their children. And they hated him. Oh, poor Santana. But what's what more is... <sighs> poor Santana. Shocking greatest one of all shocking so, so cars and his bro acdc raised two babies together man yeah is there any comment i can make on this that has probably not been memed to death i, I you know what i'm not aware of any i did like yet again he was like like his power pose he was taking while he was sitting on that tree branch holding on to baby yeah do you think he had whammo or santana who do, who do you think who do you think he was holding he wouldn't touch santana so cars was holding santana you're yeah, saying I'm saying car. No, no, no. Wait, ACDC. I was talking right? about ACDC. Who do you think ACDC? Oh, no, ACDC's probably got probably got Santana because I don't think Cars would have dirtied himself with that baby. With that baby, it's a bad baby. <laughs> There's only this way. This is totally Saiyans. There's yeah, only four right. left. He's totally Raditz. Eh, he's kind of Raditz. Poor, uh, poor Cars. Yeah. So. So Cars and ACDC were probably more than bros by the sound of it. I mean, they were co-parents. 
they they were co-parents for thousands of years but and then there was absolutely no explanation whatsoever to why the pillars yeah i know well they kind of lived in an underground pillar did they did i miss that well like their their houses underground look like you know caves and it kind of looked like a pillar but why did they go into the pillars Oh, they you're never, right. Never mind. Yeah, they never address. They still don't explain that. It's like, and then ten thousand years later, he's here. Yeah, and like, by the way, but it's the best part. It's like he stole. He took two babies with him, and now we're here. Yeah, <laughs> it abruptly wraps up, and then ten thousand years later. <laughs> oh God, it's incredible. But yeah, the revelation that they raised Santana that they were, and also I guess that whole scene where he was trying to get Whamu to kill that Haman kid. That was like bad dad moment. Yeah, you know, you're right. It is funny looking back on that with the re- revelation that he raised them. Ours has taken some hits in this in these past two episodes, man. Like when he killed the squirrel, like the becoming a god problem of his humanity that we once I, admired. I totally thought that it was gonna like like oh my god, it's gonna seduce a squirrel and he's gonna like raise a family of hands. I you know in memory, I feel like there were hearts coming up between them. It did look like that was, there it was were, gonna there be. There were hearts. There were there was hearts. Seduction. I didn't forget. There were actual hearts there. It's and crazy. Then they killed it. Oh, it's absolutely nuts. Cars, uh, man. Cars. So uh, our uh, Stroheim proclaims that they are totally boned. And Cars starts taunting Jojo, who's just laying on the ground. Uh, Jojo tries to attack him with Haman. But now it's revealed that Haman has no effect on Cars. And he can actually use it himself. He reflects it on Jojo, who is now experiencing the pain of Haman melting his own body. Which is creepy to me. It's horrifying because Jojo tried to defeat him. With the Jojo anime super technique of the kick. Yeah, he tried to kick him. The kick and always works. And it broke his leg. Yeah, his knee starts mel- his leg looks broken and his knee starts melting. Um, and then Cars tells them that his Haman is a hundred times more powerful than Jojo's Haman. It feels like this is a farewell to Haman, to be honest. It really is. It's like it's when like, the villain is like, I have Haman now. And it's like a hundred times better than the good guys. I've got a hundred times Rainbow Haman. Deal yeah. with it. <laughs> it's like, I'm making this shit so ubiquitous that it is pointless. It has lost any and all. It has lost any and all charm. It has lost any and all effect. My greatest weapon. My greatest damage, which will ever last. <laughs> it's legacy ruined ruined now it is jojo who is the idiot um and then he looks down at jojo and i do like this line he goes like how do you like a taste of your own medicine which i thought was pretty good (laughs) uh it is then revealed that jojo thinks he's gonna die and then the narrator goes like yeah jojo thinks he's gonna die and it looks like everything's done for humanity's done for and then car cars does haman breathing and is like rippling with rainbow energy and he goes to do basically his own uh, overdrive strike. And it's revealed that Jojo, all along, has the Super Aja Stone at break. <laughs> I like that the stone shows up only in the goofiest of ways. Well, they even kind of explain it in the next part, too. It's like, well, why did he do that? I don't know. I just felt like I needed to. Yeah. The stone moved me. It's really funny because, yeah, and and as you said, like, when we get back, the Nader basically goes like, why did Jojo do this? It's his, It's in his blood, his instincts. He did this. And then when Cars hits the stone, it looks like it fires a laser through Jojo's hand, but it's fine. It, it does, right? Does it not? His, his hand is fine, but a laser, a rainbow laser, like, passes through Jojo's body into the ground, and then the intro music starts playing. Not the original intro music. 
Yeah. It was. It is straight up Sonochino Sonochino Sadame starts yeah. playing again because yeah. they referenced it in the last episode and it's kicking in again and it is, dude, it's so also, epic. Dude, was this our? I've been. I guess I never made note of it before if we had it, but I think this might be our first anime Nani. Oh, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah. When he hits the stone, Cars goes Nani. <laughs> As it's, he should. It's an old anime trope, but I don't think we have done it yet in JoJo. I think we've made jokes, like sarcastic nannies, but this might yeah. be the first real nanny. The one that's actually in the show. Yeah, the, the nanny count plus one. <laughs> Put it on the board. Put it on the um, board. It's great. The, the original intro starts playing, and God, man, throw out all your science. I want you yeah. to find a science textbook and throw it in the trash. <laughs> Because Cars' super Haman energy has caused the volcano to erupt in such a way that the hunk of rock they're all standing on is flung upwards into the stratosphere. Um, it is going up super, super fast. And JoJo's like, I actually can't tell where Stroheim I guess Stroheim's on the ground. He didn't make this ride. It kind of looks like at first he is, but he didn't. Um, the lava had gotten him is what I had yeah. thought. But then he's like way down. They he's also way like down. Science threw out the window anyways, because as close as they are all to the magma, they should all be dead. Yeah, the heat rating off of it should be like, insane. They're, like, on the magma, and, like, it was way too liquidy for uh, for when um, Cars was swimming in it anyways, but... Yeah. Liquid but that aside... But that aside... That aside, so they're, they're all on, uh, they're all on this... So JoJo and Cars are on this hunk of rock flinging towards space, and Cars is like, whatever, I'm Hal's moving castle. And he regrows his ring, his wings, and he's like, I'm going to fly off, you shithead. And um, he starts to fly away, and JoJo throws his severed hand into Cars' throat, a la Stroheim. Yeah. Oh, not just Stroheim. Um, uh, Whamu did it to him, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Whamu choking technique. There's so. a lot of hands getting launched in this season of JoJo. It was like, guess what we're trying to say here? Oh my god, it's so incredible. Um and it, it and it basically it impacts him in such a way that he like loses his concentration allowing Jodo to use his ultimate power which is are you going to say did you plan this too Jojo? And Car says it and when he has his like what we usually call the Nani moment, uh, more volcano rocks smack Cars in the uh, chest and face knocking him even faster up into space and as he's flying up Jojo claims, yeah, it was my plan. I planned all of this. I'm a math whiz. I'm the smartest there ever was. And then as Cars flies up into space, he then thinks to himself, he's like, I am lying. God, this is all luck. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. But it's going to really piss him off that I said that. That's the best yeah. part. That's so great. He's like, like Cars totally believes. But God, I hope it pisses him off. I sure hope he believes that boast. Uh, and after he, he he admits that he basically had the best comeback to cars ever, he kind of struggles, smiles, and thinks about the people he's leaving behind and uh, falls to the ground. Uh, Stroheim then screams about JoJo, and we're let know that eight hours later, so does this mean that, jo that Stroheim maybe swam back or they found him or whatever, but Stroheim reports to Speedwagon in particular, and it says directly Speedwagon, yeah. that JoJo died on February 28th, 1939 february 28th 1939 jojo is and it is it is a good callback to the end of part one of jojo where i very sadly marked the death of jonathan poor jonathan it made me think a little bit about the yeah, the the end of jonathan it was such a 
So Still such a crazy ending to his story. That's what we're supposed to be viewing here. Like it's supposed to be well, we're getting the another end to another JoJo. Like every story is supposed to be a self enclosed life and death of a JoJo. Yeah. Rest in um, peace. Rest in peace, jo- rest in peace, Joseph. Rest in peace. Um, we then cut back to Cars, who is screaming in space, screaming about being in space. <laughs> Is just like, well, when I get back to Earth, we're gonna put a stop to all these idiots. And he then tries to use some Whamu jets to uh force himself back to space, but the air coming out of them starts to freeze because he's in space. And he's like, Oh crap. Well, then he tries to sprout his wings, and those freeze too. And he's slowly turning into ice, and he converts himself into like a semi-animal, semi-plant, semi-mineral form to protect himself from freezing. Is he, he turns into a mineral body. man. Plant Animal Mineral Man. Shout out to Doom Patrol. Um, and then I almost had to write all of this verbatim because holy moly is this a statement from the narrator. <laughs> Cars never returned to Earth. Floating forever in space, he wished for death, but he could not die. Eventually, he stopped thinking. Holy shit! <laughs> what uh, a way! Uh, that is horrific. I don't know if Cars deserved that. What a creep. Yeah. Like, what a... Whew. What an end. He is struggling doing every, all these little tiny tricks and techniques, and all of them are failing to get back into Earth's orbit. And throughout all of it, you think he's done... Like, when he does the jets, it looks like he had enough momentum to overcome his original motion. Yeah, it's it almost like looks like the wings knock him back in the wrong direction when he freaks out. Yeah, it's like, well, he, at that point, like he should... First of all, like, I guess we're already throwing out some physics if he had enough velocity <laughs> to still be going outside of Earth's gravity well at this point. Yeah. But it looked like he had had enough momentum to go back. But then he didn't. Like, he was still drifting away. Like, he didn't have enough to do it. But then it just gets sad. It's, what a, so that's something that, like, people go like, yeah, cars may have been bad, but holy moly, what a terrible way. Because he doesn't technically die. He just stops thinking. He's, like, technically, if, like, an, an asteroid ever hit him, he could potentially come back to Earth and, I guess, maybe start thinking again. Yeah, he's fighting. You think well, maybe he's going to do something, and then all of a sudden, the narrator just goes, Cars never made it back to Earth. It's like, oh! Yeah. It, Thanks, narrator. It, like, it hard cuts to, like, boy, he was doomed. <laughs> they don't go, like, Cars eventually landed on Mars or anything. It's just like, no, he floats as a forever wishing he could die, but he's immortal, so he can't die. What a terrible fate. People always are, JoJo fans are always like, man, poor Cars. What an end. That's one of the meanest, I guess, I guess meanest, because you and I are, it's hard, it's hard to not, it's hard to not sympathize for the Pillarmen in certain ways, mm-hmm. because they're such charismatic characters, but that, what a rough end. Yeah, I know, man. Like, just anything else, like, Whamu got to die. ACDC got to die. Yeah. But just wishing he could die. What a great... I think yet San- again, it's it's so San- clever. Santana's still technically alive, though, isn't he? Oh, he's still in the basement, too. So they're yeah. both equally boned. That's he really could, funny. He could come back, though. Yeah, but if there's ever a power out at Speedwagon... Nothing, nothing is bringing cars back. Yeah. Cars never return to Earth. He's a cold object in space. What a, what an end! Uh, I just I love the stalemate that that is. It's like Joseph technically didn't really w- he, he won, but he lucked out in the fact that somehow stupid velocity sent cars into space. It's a volcano with Haman ejected them at escape velocity, and I'm never getting over that. Hey, as Lisa Lisa told them, 
the Super Audra Stone would somehow defeat the Pillarman. As was foreseen. As was foreseen by the agents. A volcano would shoot him into space and turn him into an unthinking rock. It's great. And uh, little did we know, but uh, the narrator saying cars never returning to Earth and telling us his story is kind of the tone of the rest of the episode. Yep, it's epilogue time. So we cut to outside of New York City, April 1939, where at the funeral of Joseph Joestar, died at the age of 19. Buried in New York, born in England, was a British citizen, buried in New York. Moved to New York, I think, like I permanently, I thought at that point. Speedwagon is in Texas, so yeah, I just it seemed where they were dumping him in New York. We, uh, well, we yeah. Had- we, we, I think we had talked last episode. Like we, we agree. He feels like the American JoJo, whether or not that's earned. Yeah, so I mean, he's got the, the he's got the persona of it. He's got a real American energy. Um, but yeah, we then get a, a a comedic bit. You see a car pull up, and everyone's talking about mourning and, and how much they miss JoJo. But you see this guy walking increasingly at them, and then our stranger, who has Joseph's voice. I mean, uh, it's obvious, <laughs> they're not. They don't show you his face, but they're not making it a mystery. Yeah, you know, they don't make it a mystery. Yeah, he puts his hands over Arena's eyes, which is such a weird thing because, like, it's revealed he doesn't know this is his funeral. So JoJo's response to catching up with his family at a funeral is to play like, "Who's here? Peekaboo!" Right, <laughs> with his elderly grandma. You know, in retrospect, that means the people who are harassing him are kind of in the right. Oh, they're totally in the right. Yeah. Because, uh, after JoJo tries to play peekaboo with his grandma at a at a funeral uh the people working there try to get him out of there they try to kick him out of his own funeral because of that he's trying to cause trouble at the funeral uh it, it's a great little thing uh people freak out jojo's like hey what's the deal and then he sees that it hits his tombstone and before he can be like wait what do you mean this is my funeral uh his apparent wife Susie q shows up <laughs> and reveals the that ring yeah she flashes her wedding ring and it's revealed that uh, Susie Q, number one, forgot to tell people that JoJo was alive. And number two, that they got married. Because uh, JoJo... Oh. Also, dude, Mishina, <laughs> he was alive. We were wondering oh, yeah. that. He's still he there. Was, he, he's still rocking it. One-armed as well. I know he's alive because he's an idiot. He was like, wait a minute. What does that ring mean? Yeah, like, what is, he wait, doesn't what? know what a ring on her finger means. I, he's a celibate Haman monk. He doesn't know what love is. <laughs> Poor Mishina. Oh, man. Poor Machina. Remember Loggins? Um, <laughs> we get the great revelation. The reason that JoJo was alive is that the hunk of rock that he was on hit the ocean. And because he was on the top side of it, he somehow didn't get you know his neck broken by the impact. He fell into the ocean, was found by a fishing boat, and uh, Suzy Q nursed him back to health. We get this amazing <laughs> little series of flashes, like flashing images, where instead of feeding him, she like teased him it was like trying to keep it out of reach because he was in traction and eventually (laughs) oh they they, they have a fun looking relationship i love suzy q and and joseph i'm so happy it's a good callback to grandpa jonathan too with him getting the arena and their relationship it's great i love it i'm so glad they're married it makes my day um i mean other than that she didn't send a like my first thought was wait they they have technology at this point in time yeah, they could have told him. She was they should too excited have about getting married. Too excited about getting married. Um, we then get maybe my oh God. There's so many great lines, but 
But uh, JoJo then holds up. It's really anime looking. He's holding up his hand, and he's got a robot Stroheim hand. Yeah. And it's like the fingers are all wiggling. And then uh, Susie Q says, let's not get all clicky now, and then runs off. Oh, yeah, because he's uh, because at this point he's threatening her, basically. He's like, wait, you didn't send them a telegram? Yeah, he's like, like uh, oh, I forgot the telegram. And he's like, oh. And he's like wiggling his robot hand. She's like, let's not all clicky. And she runs off and he goes, oh, no. <laughs> and then chases after her. Like, I'm, I'm and, sure it's good natured, but I'm, it is a little yeah. worrying. That he's chasing uh, her. I think he's going to tickle her. Or pinch with, her with his with his uh, clicky hand. Oh, maybe. Oh, geez. His, cl- his clicks are made for tickling. It's like, oh god. Yeah, 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 these are the tickle clicks. <laughs> I'm not. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm not gonna look for the worst. Kid. I'm gonna think the best about this, and uh, just be stoked that they're married. Um, we then are given the, and I'm just gonna arrange this as we get freeze frame uh, stories of what happens to our characters. So I just kind of want to or- uh, organize this in terms of every character uh, moving forward. Mm. Uh, Elizabeth Joestar eventually does tell Jojo that she was his mom, uh, and then she eventually gets married to a Hollywood screenwriter in 1948. Dude, they finally broke the she's your mom in pure alpha side exposition. Yeah. They, they, they never want to do that in the actual story. It's so funny that he just, it's not addressed at all during, you don't get to see Jojo's reaction or anything. It's just like, nah, at some point. <laughs> at some point he found out. And uh, I have no idea what that's around. I meant to look that up. Like, who's a famous Hollywood screenwriter in 1948? I wonder if they're referencing something. But uh, I didn't look it up. I mean, I'm maybe sure I'll figure it out in the future. It could be anyone. It probably don't. I don't think they had anyone in particular. In mind. Yeah, but it, it's neat to know that that's where she ends up. Uh, Irena Joestar worked as a teacher until she died at the age of 81 in 1950. Yeah, poor Irena. I guess happy well, Irena. She she happy had a Irena. and she had a good. She had a good end, surrounded she, by her family and everyone. Yeah. And, and did you notice that uh, there was a little blonde little girl? You could see uh, Joseph's daughter. I did. I did notice that. It was Cute a little very, tiny Susie Q. It was a bittersweet, not animated frame at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you save the budget. You have <laughs> moments that aren't. You just slowly pan the camera over a shot that isn't animated. Um Boy, Speedwagon stayed rich forever and was a driving force in science. Uh, he died in 1952 of a heart attack at the age of 89. It's like, no. And you're like, well, okay, I guess he's dead. And then you're just like, well, that's that's a pretty impressive life. And then the narrator goes, he remains single. <laughs> he was forever the bachelor. Forever the bachelor. His heart and soul was for Jonathan, man. Well, that's the thing that um, Iraqi, I've, so I've, I've seen this mentioned in a couple of places and I haven't fully sourced it. But uh, Iraqi has kind of either rec- he's Dumbledore him. Oh, has he? He's basically been like, yeah, Speed yes. Speedwagon was a was not was a was a gay man. You could kind of like I don't. It's not too big of a stretch. It's not yeah. like it's out of nowhere, nowhere. It, it makes more sense. It there's enough where you could be like you could kind of read in between the lines for Speedwagon. Yeah, he's everyone's favorite waifu, and good for him. But yeah, he lived a full life, super rich, filled with the Speedwagon fan from the mean streets of ogre street lived to almost 90 it is yeah. weird that they had to say he died of a heart attack though like yeah. did not die peacefully hopefully he wasn't driving his car or whatever he was doing i just have a frowny face here is that speedwagon can't die we oh, can't have more jojo without the speedwagon i love jojo i mean i love speedway speedwagon is the best oreo speedwagon yeah mr mr Ario speedwagon is the gosh darn best uh we're then 
and I'm pretty sure this is the first time we've discovered his last name, Smokey Brown. I think it is too. You're right. So uh, Smokey Brown ends up going to college and becomes a mayor in Georgia. Good and old they Smokey do, Brown. They don't list a death date. Nope. He was good old Smokey Brown, integral to every step of this story. Yep. Uh, I couldn't tell if the Japanese don't know that governors are a thing. It seemed real weird. We're like a mayor in Georgia. <laughs> like they didn't bother to look up like a town in Georgia that he like they're like the mayor of Atlanta. They're just like a mayor in Georgia. Yep. <sighs> Smokey man. Smokey. Ah, Smokey. Which means that he's alive. He's still alive, maybe in the eighties. Oh, he probably Which should be. Sense. Yeah, he looked. Uh, he looked like he was a decent age for the shot where they showed him as a mayor. Yeah, um, he was a mayor of Tulsa. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we're then informed that Stroheim died in Stalingrad. Good for him. <laughs> That's what I have down here. It's like good. Yeah, oh, Russians killed him. Fantastic. Screw that guy. He either died or starved to death in Stalingrad. Uh, he, like he looked happy, and he like he became like one of those mechanical like. Uh, like squid monster war monstrosities laughing. He's, got a, he's like the 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 thunder thunderbolt Gundam. He's got a bunch of like extra arms that all hold guns. So you know what? Yeah, good good for him. I'm glad he died in Stalingrad. I'm glad that he died. He did, he didn't make it past 1943. Good riddance, Stroheim. Um, and that leaves us with well, only one character, Jojo, uh, who walks off with Susie Q. Uh, we then flash forward to 1987, JFK Airport International, New York. Were you excited that they did the time jump already? Yes. He, it looks different than I already thought he was going to look. Maybe it's just that he doesn't have the hat right now. Yeah. But uh, we are introduced to an older Joseph Joestar who's in an airport. A man bumps into him, and JoJo's super polite until he realizes the dude is Japanese. And then he just wails on the guy. And proclaims that his daughter married a Japanese. So here's the thing. With that level of anger, I kind of remember like, oh, a Japanese guy knocked up his daughter. No, his daughter is happily married to a Japanese man and lives with him in Japan. Yeah. And I guess Jojo has in the past never gone to visit them. He misses her. It's real weird. He's he's projecting a lot. A lot. It was like, that was my first notice that we see new Jojo. And I was like, oh, he became a racist. Yeah, that's, that's that's a character trait, I guess. It's really weird. He doesn't reference like the war or anything. Yeah, that was the thing. Is like you would have thought, you know, like because shortly after those events, World War II started. Like maybe that's what gave him this this race. In the '80s, still too. Yeah, '87. Like holding on to that. Like maybe that's where he got it from. It's like no, it's just because his daughter ran away into Japan. Yeah, he's he's just and then. In, like, the most flighty of ways, like, boy, I sure do hate those Japanese. I'll never forgive them. But boy, do I love Walkmans. <laughs> the pinnacle of future technology. So, it pulls out his Walkman. Um, something I remember from the manga, and I'm not going to fact check myself, uh-huh. is I'm pretty sure um, this is what it was. But he's listening to the Beatles in the manga. He's putting the uh, the album that uh, he's putting Get Back. Uh-huh. So where Jojo, the name Jojo is mentioned, into his Walkman. As whereas, an Easter egg. Whereas here he's playing the season the 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 part two intro music on the Walkman. Yeah, he's he's yeah, so he, he presses play and it's the intro music to part two. Uh the credits begin and then we get a couple of scenes. We see the airplane fly off and it does, you know, battle tendency fin. Uh we then cut to the Atlantic Ocean of all things, and oh wait, a creepy coffin's being pulled out of the water. Come the fuck on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought Arena floated away in that. Isn't that what she used to escape? So this is, uh, there is fierce debate about okay. this. 
Um, the belief is is that when she was rescued, they didn't pull the coffin on board. They just like, oh, she's in a let that creepy thing sink. Just bring the lady and the baby on board. Come on, that's that. Is that currently what we're accepting? There's there's a lot of this is contentious. We will we will have to just we'll, we'll, well yeah we'll have to we'll have to figure out we're if we want to just get by it. Got to accept accept what we have. Uh, so there's so much cool stuff ahead. We could just ignore how stupid this is. Um, and then speaking of cool stuff, uh, we flash to a prison <laughs> and we see a mysterious new lad with menacing sound effects about him. Oh boy. Finn, cut to darkness. Matt, are you Jojo two is done. Welcome to Jojo three. I can't believe we jumped straight into Jojo three. I thought we were going to have like just the finale. I thought, you know, a breather. Like you know, you know, maybe we don't have the budget to do season three yet. No, nah, it's totally. Uh, oh, yeah, they just went for it. Yeah, Jedro looks really friendly. I'm looking forward to getting to know him. And that's what they did in the manga too. Oh, did they really? Yeah. So this is how the manga, like, he knew what he was gonna do. He had the time jump. He had that, and it previewed. So it's like, and the crazy thing about that is, like, next week. Well, I guess maybe that's how the anime worked too, or something. But it's like, yeah, next week, new Jojo. Well, man. End of an era. End, End of an era. One. And it's like, it's, I'm, I'm already distrusting of the new JoJo, man. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, I love the second JoJo so flipping much. It's going to be so, I guess I had this feeling at the end of part one, too, where it's like, how am I going to love again, Pat? Yeah. But it's like, you, you fall so deeply. But now, seriously, how am I going to love again, Pat? Because <laughs> part three is not going to have, it's not going to have Pillarman. It's not going to have, well, young Jonathan in it, I guess. Yeah, you have old John. You have so we have so we have a crossover now. The second JoJo, who will now exclusively be called Joseph, um, is it? So this is where people stop saying JoJo. In all honesty, I guess maybe logistically, are we? We're probably gonna have to say like most people, Jotaro and uh, Joseph. We're gonna have to if we're gonna talk. Imagine they're gonna be in many scenes together. Yeah, they're in a lot of scenes together, so it's yeah. it's very difficult to. Call him um, Grandpa Jojo and uh, Sonny Jojo. Yeah, Sonny Jojo. I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to call him. Grandson, I'll make, my, I've I'll, I'll make my stand. I can't abandon Jojo now. Yeah. Uh, but I'm so glad that we get more of we get more of Joseph. Joseph is such a great character, and I'm 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 excited. I mean, maybe at a creative level, some people were probably like, "Oh man, really? You're going to stick the old man? Do you not have faith in the new Jojo?" But I think it's really cool that. Um, the the second JoJo becomes the supporting character, and we get to see more of him. Really happy to get that too. Um, there's a part of me that's still expecting to get the sad John, uh, Jonathan. John, I keep saying Jonathan. The sad uh, Joseph dies on this date, like 1985. Yeah, <laughs> 1985. Like, oh no, he uh got wasted. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. He he made it out, and it, it's it's such a great thing. I, I don't know. It's just for me. It's just it's so crazy to wrap this up. Because when we started it, it felt like we had so many episodes of season two, and it's done. It almost feels like we just started part one. You know? Yeah. It it is crazy that we've been doing this for this many weeks. I still and... miss our baby blue baby face. Oh yeah, Jonathan Joestar. Jonathan Joestar, what a doofus! What a, what a could have been in Parliament. He was trained to be. He was. He was. He was. He was. Uh, he was going to be a lawyer or whatever. It's like no, an archaeologist. Dio yeah. was going to be the lawyer. Of course, of course <laughs> he was. But yeah, it's it's 
it's crazy to see where the show went. I'm looking forward to seeing how we're because because it's the internet, so I know that stands are the big thing of JoJo, yeah. and I know that's where we're going with the next season, and I can't wait to see how we get. It felt like even Araki got bored of Haman before the end of part two. Yeah. Half I, the time they just forgot to use it, it seemed. Yeah. Or like the way they used it seemed like suspect at best. Like I want to, it almost feels like Jonathan, or sorry, I keep saying Jonathan. It almost feels like Joseph at some point is going to go, you know, it stopped being cool after I saw cars do it. Yeah. When someone tried to melt my knee with it, I went, I'm done with that. <laughs> Lost a lot of appeal when it was turned on me. You know, that stuff hurts. They used to use it to heal, and we forgot about that part of it. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it had healing powers. Yeah. It did. At no point did they... I guess maybe that's how Lisa Lisa stayed mostly undead. Or mostly... Although, to be fair, uh, having really hot abs, if your name is Speedwagon, also has healing properties. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I like. I like your point. It's so good. Oh, rip REO. Yeah, so Speedwagon going down without an air. Yeah, there's like no, you can't even have like a, a generations thing with the new Speedwagon befriending the new JoJo. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's this is definitely a like they 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 drew a line in the sand for this one. We we get to bring Joseph with us, but not not a lot of the stuff else. But yeah, I'm excited to I'm excited to see. Like watching watching JoJo and and getting into the the thick of all this, I'm I'm excited about that. Um, do you have any other thoughts about like JoJo two? Was as we put the wrap the books on on this, I I think incredible season of anime. I'm it's I'm gonna miss him. I don't I'm never gonna love again. I know the Pillarman. Oh man, that's the last time we'll hear Pillarman themed on MP3. Oh no, you're not Shoot. wrong. Oh no, oh it's such a good theme. I don't, I don't know how much I can talk about the spoilers that the internet has already spoiled for me of the next season, but when that happens, it's not going to have awesome theme music like the Pillarman did. Oh, man. There's some good music coming. Yeah, I worry about how much you look to things. that uh, you, You've sent me a couple of memes recently that are that are troublingly spoilers. <laughs> they just didn't spoil much for me. The, the big things are what mostly the internet and you spoiled for me like 10 years ago. I know. I guess I have ago. to apologize before we begin on our new quest that I did spoil the ending of JoJo 3 to you. Was it's that the, the end? Oh, God. Yeah. Whoops. It's oh, the boy. Hey, turns out it's the friends we made along the way is what you best enjoy. <laughs> I'm up for that. Yeah. But there's, I mean, there's, there's parts of, there's parts of JoJo 3, I will admit, that I don't quite remember Um, that well. So I'm going to be, I'm going to have a lot of gaps. How much of part two did you remember? How much of this was like, of course it's going to happen next. That's what I thought. I remembered some. I actually, re I didn't remember as much of part two as I thought I would. Maybe part three will be the same. I know. So I'm excited to see this with you. Um, but yeah, uh, the Pillar Men were freaking incredible. I loved them all. Um, I think at the end of the day, I think I wish... Is, I have weird emotions about Caesar, looking back on him. Oh, yeah. Like how little or more... It, it's odd how much he played into this show. I remember, at least in the heat of the moment, we were definitely on Team uh, JoJo Caesar. Like, yeah, but, yeah. Especially it's... by the end, we were definitely rooting for the like their mutual friendship rivalry thing that they had going on, the very anime thing they had doing. Yeah, I guess I wanted more of it. 
um, looking back. But this will be, it'll be cool. I mean, by the end of this, like we're. Um, well, that's what made his death actually tragic for once. Yeah. It's like, you know, he wasn't done. <laughs> like we could have had more Caesar. That's why yeah. we actually feel it when he died for once. That's a very good point. Yeah, it definitely, you could feel the the loss of life in that. kind. It, it wasn't like in, in, in some anime where someone gets an entire episode and they give a big old speech. They give a big old speech like he just gets smooshed and that's it. Like the eulogy's literally delivered by the pillar man. Good old Whamu. Oh man, Whamu. Whamu was Whamu was a king. They're all kings. They're all You're kings. Inner king. <laughs> 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 oh my god, I love the the, the, all, the lot of them. All kings. All they're of so, them are kings. They're almost like the cars did only a few things wrong. Only yeah. a few things. Only a couple of only otherwise, <laughs> otherwise he was a positive model. Yeah. A lot to like. A lot to like about cars. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to see where we're going next. Uh I, I've had a lot of fun chatting about this series with you. I think this is gonna be exciting to get into into JoJo three. Uh yet again, still shocked at how quickly this went by. Yeah. Um, I mean, whoever could be in that coffin, dude. <laughs> God damn it. I can't so the, I can't believe that's spoiled so like what would I have thought if I didn't know already it was gonna be at the end of season three? Because I can't imagine coming to a different conclusion. Like, what else would I think is in that coffin? Yeah, I don't know. I've. Um, it's like, is I, it the potion guy? Is he gonna come back? Oh my god! Yeah, well, how great would it have been? Oh my god! Season oh three god. switch hitter, third act villain. Uh, no, wait, he's gone. Remember, his head got popped off. No, I don't. I really don't. Remember, remember, Jonathan hit him with his last taman, and okay. it caused his head to pop off, and then he grabbed the gears of the boat, so the boat exploded. Well, I know someone else's head popped off, and it didn't matter. <laughs> well, more, more. In, in that case, his body popped off. That's. I like the distinction. It's important. <laughs> your honor, your honor, your honor, <laughs> my client. My client lost his body. He did not lose his head. Now I'm just an old country vampire lawyer. Oh, man. That's the best part, too. It was like vampires got demoted to being almost zombie-level minions. God, this, the whole... And this is going to make a comeback somehow. I love the fact that the whole... Oh, my goodness. The whole thing with uh, with the chariot race and just the different ways that everything all built up is just so much fun. And it's just, see, part three is going to be such uncharted waters at this point for me too, though. Cause I know, I know stands are going to be a thing. I know roughly what they are, but the villain for the past two seasons have been roughly in the same vein. Like it's just been like an escalation. Well, zombies to vampires to vampire God Pillarman, but they're gone now. They're not going to be the villain of the next season. Right? Yeah. So it's got to be something new now. It's got to be something unrelated to the JoJo blood curse. Yeah, and uh, at least for a little bit. Yeah, and and you'll have the 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 structure of the the series will be different again. So I'm I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that all all play together. But yeah, I guess uh, yeah, goodbye to JoJo too. What a fun, wacky doing all three of these episodes in one go was what a what, what a wacky experience. It had to be. They felt like a three parter. We lucked out. This was definitely a three-parter. Yeah. 
I know that uh, future series will be a little bit. I think three JoJo three won't have as big of an issue. JoJo four might be a little weird because they actually legitimately have like three parters and four parters. So we may have to have a discussion of whether we want to do it in terms of like two episodes a week or do we actually want to just group the multi parters together? Have to, we'll, go, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. God, we got a couple of months because uh, JoJo 3 is longer than what we watched doubled. Wow, really? Yeah, so we, have 50, not... we have 50 odd episodes of JoJo 3 to look forward to. So we would be barely, not barely just over halfway done if we had been watching from season three when we started part one. Yeah, we'd wow. be halfway. Yeah. God, it's so much happened. So much. They get ready for they leave nothing out of the manga from now on out. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't even know that they had been at this point. Uh, they they simplified a couple of things, and mm. I think it's all been smart. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be good. I'm excited. Uh, I, I guess this uh, this wraps up the uh, the anime book club. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? Or are we putting the putting the book putting the the book? Because we're my final thoughts. Alrighty, cool. Well, the book is closed on Jojo.